I want to talk about going to the other side. Pastor and I have talked often in the last few weeks and months about what the future church is going to look like. Are people ever going to come back into attendance as they were before? And the question is, we don't know. Are the people going to be satisfied with an online experience? I heard one of our members said, hey, I like the, I like the drive-in service. I can sit there and drink coffee and eat my biscuit while y'all were having church. And uh, it's easy, amen. So, but we really don't know what the new normal is going to be. But I want you to know that all of Harvest, that you're in our thoughts and prayers, and uh, we want what's best for us, and we want what God has for us uh, in this new normal. Amen? There's some things we know this morning. We know God is in control. And we know there's another side of the storm that we're in right now, and we know we're going to get there. Uh, There's some things because there's a song you just sang earlier today, How Great Is Our God. We serve a great God this morning. I like what... Psalm 77, 13, and 14 says, Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles, and you display power among the peoples. What God is as great as our God? He's our creator. He's our savior. He's the answer to all the questions that we ask. Pastor preached to us a few Sunday mornings ago. He's our peace. He's our joy. Uh, he's our, he's our uh, fellowship that we walk with every day. And he is a miracle worker. God's able to do things that nobody else can do. Through God, blind eyes are open and they're able to see. Deaf ears are, are open and they're able to hear uh, the lame walk uh, this morning and, and the dumb speak. And we know that the impossible becomes possible because of who our God is. How great is our God this morning? He's above every power that has ever been on this earth. He's above every God that anyone has ever worshipped. He is an awesome presence this morning in our lives every day. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John recorded all the miracles uh, that were in the, in the Gospels, totaled about 35, is it? That they recorded, over 30 miracles that they recorded uh, in the Bible. That's not all they performed, but uh, that's not all that Jesus did. But he healed bodies. He cursed diseases. He cast out demons. He raised people from the dead. He spoke to nature, and all of nature responded to his voice. So he's a miracle worker this morning, and one of those uh, miracles is where my text is going to uh, come from. But that's not all that Jesus did. I like the way that John ended his writings in the book of John in chapter 21 and verse 25. He said, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. Like I said, one of those miracles is our text today, and it's concerning the disciples crossing over to the other side. All of those, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, recorded this particular miracle because it had such a great effect on their lives. It had such an impact on them that they never forgot this experience with God. And I want to tell you this morning, the storm that you're going through now will have an impact on you that you will never forget how God helps you through and helps you to overcome the storm that you're fighting this morning. 
Mark chapter 4 is where I want to begin. And I'm going to use Mark and Matthew's version. I'm going to use part of Mark and uh, part of Matthew's this morning uh, of, the, of this miracle. And begins in chapter 35 of Mark chapter 4. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. If you feel comfortable this morning, just turn to someone around you and say, let's go over to the other side. There's another place other than where we are this morning. There's another destiny more than where we face this morning, more than where we are on our journey. He said, leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with them. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion, and the disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you care if we drown? Do you care if we drowned? A storm is a sudden change. They had just left a crowd of people having a great time. Jesus said, let's go over to the other side. In the midst of that journey, there was a great storm that happened. In America, we have just left a good easy time. Uh, we've gone through a time of prosperity. We've gone through a time of ease. We've gone through a time as a church where we were all assembled together, having a great time, loving on one another and seeing each other every Sunday. And all of a sudden, a storm came and things changed suddenly. I believe this morning that this COVID-19 pandemic is a storm that has swamped us. To many, it swamped them physically. They have been sick, and many have died from this, uh, from this disease. And, and so it has swamped them physically. Others, it has swamped mentally. Uh, you can't turn on a television without hearing all the gloom and doom and the fear being broadcast of where we are and what's going to happen not only mentally, but emotionally. Uh, we don't know whether to cry or to laugh every day whenever we get up, depending on uh, how pressed down we are by all that's being poured onto us. And uh, even financially, we're having some of the toughest times financially that this nation has known in a while. And so uh, no reason people are feeling like, hey, my boat stood all I can stand. I'm in a place I can't take anymore. I'm in a place that I don't know what the next step is going to bring in my life, but in the midst of a sudden change, we see where thoughts begin to form in our minds. I don't care whether you're a believer or a non-believer. Storms in your life will make you question where you are. It'll make you look around as a believer and say, where is God? 1988, I'll not go through the whole thing, but Mick and I faced something uh, that we've never had to face before, and uh, we lost everything that we had that was none of our fault. But uh, through the midst of that, I had to sit down with God, and I said, God, where are you? I'm pastoring this church. I'm winning people to the God. In fact, the week before it happened, I had just baptized 17 people into our church, and so folks were being saved. And I said, God, where are you? I want to be like these disciples and say, God, are you even aware of what I'm going through? And I know some of you are battling personal things right now and, uh, and have battled personal things in your life and physical things where uh, you look around and say, God, you could change us if you just would. 
but we began to let thoughts creep into our minds to forget what a great God we serve and that God's never lost a battle. Uh, we let things creep into our minds and we are overwhelmed with uh, negative thoughts and negative uh, ideas of other people instead of trusting that God never loses a battle. But if they'd have just thought about it just a minute, the answer really lie, uh, lies in verse 35 because Jesus had already told them the first thing that he said is that we're going to the other side. Hey, we're going to the other side, church. Jesus said we're going to make it to the other side. It doesn't matter what happens along the way. Nothing the devil can send our way is going to stop us from reaching that place that God has for us in our lives this morning. There's not enough devils in hell to stop the progress that God has for his church if we simply trust in God. I want to finish this in Matthew chapter 8 in his account of the last of the next few uh, verses of Scripture where he completed this miracle because Jesus speaking replied. He said, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. And I like this next verse. He said, the men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this uh, that even the winds and the waves obey his voice? I want you to notice something in these verses of Scripture this morning. Before Jesus spoke to the storm, he spoke to the disciples. Before he ever looked at that storm and said, peace be still, he looked at those disciples and he said, why are you so afraid? Put that in your memory bank just for a moment because God will always speak to us before he speaks to, his to the storm. And uh, then the disciples looked one to another and said, Did you see that? No doubt they questioned themselves and said, Hey, I thought I knew who he was. I've been following him since he called me out of my old life and called me to be a disciple. I've been following him. I've been watching him. I've seen miracles. I've seen all of these things. But did you know he could speak to the wind and the waves like this and they would just cease? Did y'all know that? I had no idea. I want to tell you this morning, the storm that you're going through right now, it's going to take you to a new level of knowing God uh, that you've never been at before. What you're facing in the storm that you're walking through is going to reveal something to God to you uh, that you've never seen before. Every storm I've ever walked through, whenever I get through and I look back, I've always seen God's hand on my life all the way through. Amen. He's a great God this morning. Well, you know me. I'm a baseball preacher. I'm a three up, three down. Only I preach backwards. I go three down and then three back up. So uh, we're going to begin this morning. Uh, there's, there's some storms that these disciples faced in these short few verses of Scripture. There's several of them, but I'm just going to deal with three of them. The first thing that they uh, faced this morning was the storm itself. It was a real storm. The wind was real. The waves were real. The lightning was real. The rain flooding down was real. 
Alabama, we know about storms. We know about tornadoes. We know about hurricanes. We know about evening thunderstorms and how uh, quickly they can come up in our lives. And I want to tell you today, the pandemic that we're facing right now is a real storm. It's a real storm. People all over this world are facing it. People all over this world are dying from it. Uh, you know, a pastor said to me earlier, you know, we had been just watching statistics and news and we'd heard of people dying, but now people we know are dying. Some of you have family members that have been sick and many have died and uh, through this virus. It's a very serious uh, battle. It's a very serious storm that we're going through and that we're battling this morning. But uh, God tells us to have faith through it all, to have faith through our storms this morning. Faith doesn't mean to act like it doesn't exist. You see us, we wear masks. You see us, we practice social distancing as much as we can. Uh, we wash our hands. Pastor and I came out of a home a couple of weeks ago, and as we was walking to the car, he said, wash your hands. I said, my sanitizer sets on my console, and that's the first thing I do. Every time I get in my vehicle, I wash my hands. I, I, I use, I practice as, as much safety as I can, but I put my faith in God to get me to the other side of this this morning. I don't trust what I'm able to do. You know, we can deal with a physical storm with God's help. The problem is, is that in our lives often, we let a storm become something it was never intended to be. We let it develop into something that it was never uh, intended to be, and that is a storm of our faith. It becomes a battle of our faith and a battle in our hearts of what we believe and what we trust in. And uh, the disciples said that, Oh, Lord, we're about to drown. God, don't you care that we're about to drown? I'm going to tell you, as children of God, we worry way too much. We let fear replace our faith in so many, many times. And we, let, we allow a physical storm that we're going through to change our faith in God's ability to see us through that storm, uh, to allow other emotions to take over our lives. We began to let that faith be replaced with a loss of patience with other people. I actually thought it was kind of funny. It's really sad. Whenever you saw in the news where people had lost their patience and they were fighting over toilet paper, hand sanitizer, have we really got to that place that we think so little of one another uh, that we just are so selfish in our thoughts that when we're going through a storm, only one we think about is ourselves? We find out that during this corona uh, storm that we're, we're hearing that divorce rates are increasing. Child abuse is on the upswing I want to tell you that we're losing our tempers and our patience are wearing out and uh, parents are losing sight of how we're going to do all the things and work and keep home and do all of that and teach our children and make sure they get an education. And so it's easy for our tempers to flare and uh, we're watching across this nation crimes at an all-time high. Social unrest across this nation today. And so storms that are physical storms, if we're not careful, becomes a battle of our faith. I want to tell you this morning, it's time we just took a time out. It's time we just backed up and saw where we are. What's going on? 
And we went back to the point and we reestablished our desire to make it to the other side. And not only make it to the other side, but take as many along with us as we possibly can this morning. Give God some praise today. What if the miracle about the waves and the wind wasn't about the waves and the wind? What if the miracle of God calming that storm wasn't about the physical storm? What if it was about the storm that was going on in the lives of the disciples of, is God going to get us to the other side? What if the battle that you're facing today is not a battle of the storm you're walking through, what if it's a battle of having your trust solely placed in God? Think about that just a moment. The battle that you're going through today, what if it was all about just trusting God? Because a storm of our faith soon becomes a spiritual storm. All of us face spiritual battles every day of our lives. Every one of us fight this spiritual battle every day that we walk. But what if this spiritual battle that was going on on this particular boat was just to assure these disciples that I've got this. I know where you are. I know what you're going through. I know what your feelings. I know your doubts. I, I know that you're afraid, and I'm going to speak to this storm in the midst of it, and I'm going to calm it because I want you to know you'll never get to a place in your life that I'm not able to handle. You'll never walk through a storm in your life that I'm not in control. You'll never get to a place where you're all alone. I'm going to be there with you regardless of what you're going through in life. And that's what God assures all of us. We'll never be alone. <laughs> I pray every day that God would send a, a vaccine. I pray every day that God would give us a breakthrough. I pray every day for the, I know you do, Pastor, about we pray for the victims of this virus. We pray for all of those every day that we go. But at the same time that I'm praying, I'm also believing God to get me to the other side. I'm believing that God is the source that we're going to use uh, to get us to the other side. And God is wanting to assure all of us this morning, He is still in control. He's still in control. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18 and 19 this morning. God did this. By two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. I like this next verse. <clears throat> we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope. We have this hope. We have this hope. As an anchor for the soul. Firm and secure. 
It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. I want to tell you this morning, I can't control the storms life throws my way. I have no control over them. You have no control over the storms that uh, life throws your way. But in the midst of that is we don't get to choose the storms that's thrown our way, but we get to choose to be anchored in Jesus Christ. We can choose to anchor our faith in God this morning. I want to say, give you three points this morning in, in how we can anchor our soul. Number one is, is to pursue God's presence. Can I tell you God's in your storm? God's with you in your storm. All he's waiting on is for you to speak to him. All he's waiting on is for you to call out his name. And he's right there with you today. All he's waiting on is for you to cry out and say, God, I need you today. God is always present in your storms. He's given us a place where we can anchor our emotions, where we can anchor our thoughts, where we can anchor our feelings, where we can anchor our faith, and uh, something that will hold steady. There's a place that's rock solid in the midst of the time uh, that you're being shaken around because Psalms 91, I don't know this morning how many of you have been on social media over the last few months, but this is one of the most popular Psalms that has been placed out. And then one morning as I was reading it, I'll share that with you in just a moment. Uh, Whoever dwells in the shadow of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I say, I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. How many of you remember Pastor Pete, uh, preaching, He is our peace, just a few weeks ago? Peace is not the absence of storms. No, a peace is knowing that I'm never in a storm alone, uh, but God is with me through everything that I face. It uh, gives me peace this morning uh, that I have somebody with me. You know, a song that has been around for many, many years. Pastor could sing it to you this morning. I'll not give you that honor of me singing, but uh, till the storm passes over. Keep me safe till the storm passes over. I'm going to anchor in God's presence until this thing is passed this morning. I'm going to anchor in God's presence, and I'm going to pursue his presence. The next thing is I'm going to anchor my life in God's promise. I'm going to anchor it in what God said. The promise was this. We're going to the other side. We need to stop listening to all of those naysayers this morning and claim the promise of God uh, because you can't let this storm speak louder than God's promise. What I was going to share with you this morning, Psalms 91, week before last at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting there and I'm reading Psalms 91. And I'm about halfway down and it. all of a sudden, a clap of thunder rattled the home that I was in and uh, the windows began to shake. And as I was sitting making notes yesterday morning, it's just like God poured that into my spirit. Never let your storm uh, speak louder uh, than God's promise in your life. Never let your storm uh, speak louder than God's word that he said for you. We need to stop telling God how big our storm is. 
and start telling our storms how big our God is. That's what we need to do this morning. We need to remind our storm uh, that God's word is true and we're going to make it to the other side. Psalms 119 verse 81, David writes, My soul faints with longing for your salvation, but but I have my hope in your word. I want to tell you, you grow weary. In the last six months, I've got tired of a lot of things. I've got tired of having to hunt a mask every time I go in somewhere. I've got tired of having to stand off distant places from everyone else. I've got tired of not seeing people uh, be able to come to the church of God. There's a lot of things that have uh, caused me to become weary. Uh, But through all of that, I've never lost faith uh, that God is the one that's in control. I've never lost faith that regardless of what the other side uh, looks like this morning, I'm on the winning side. I'm on the winning team this morning. I'm going to win out trusting in God today. We anchor our soul this morning whenever we claim that promise. Lastly today, we anchor our soul whenever we realize everything in life has a purpose. Everything in life has a purpose. You never face anything in life that does not have a purpose for you. If those disciples had have known going in that they were going to survive this storm and it was going to be such a great inspiration to them, they would have enjoyed the ride. If they'd have fully understood that Jesus said, I'm going to the other side, and that they were going to get to the other side, they would have enjoyed the journey. But you know the thing about a walk in faith is that oftentimes we can't see the result of the storm in our life or the purpose in our life until the storm is over, until we've already made it to the other side. That is the reason this morning that God will always speak to you before He speaks to your storm. That's a reason this morning that He always makes sure that He speaks to you and to let you know that He's got things in control and we're going to make it over to the other side. One of my favorite passages of Scripture is Romans chapter 5. Verse 1, He said, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have gained access by faith and to the grace in which now we stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. God uses the storms to reveal himself to us in a way that we've never known him before. He is there to sustain you and to give you hope in times that seem hopeless. Storms not only build character, they reveal character that's already been built. As I was reading that, I thought about the first part of the verse said, of the verses that I read said, and they went over to the other side and other boats were with them. You see, how we make it to the other side, people, not only affects us. It not only affects me and you. 
It affects those that are standing outside looking at our lives and see how we're dealing with these things. And if what we really tell them we are, that's what we really are. And if we say we believe in a God that's able to get us through, they're watching you and saying, well, I want to see how much faith they really have now that they're in the midst of this battle. Because whenever we make it to the other side, we're going to look around and find out that a lot of people have been influenced by your faith and by the character that you have shown in the midst of a storm. It's not all about me today. It's not all about us. But it's about everyone that watches our lives. Whenever we understand that everything has a purpose, we understand how to persevere through our storms. God wants to speak to you before he speaks to our storm. Stand with me this morning. A storm reveals an area of our lives where we need to trust God more. How many of you walked through a storm where you learned God in a new way? Amen. We all have been there. We've all walked through a storm and God revealed Himself to us in a way that we have never uh, seen Him before. An area where our doubts was replaced with faith and uh, where, our, where our worry was, was, uh, was replaced with peace. You know, I had a conversation with Jerry Bowman as he was getting ready. And I said, the way you know God's with you is that peace that he gives you. Jerry, there wouldn't have been nearly as much worry in the beginning if we'd have known we was going to come through like we did. Sister Faye, there wouldn't have been nearly as much anxiety in our battle with cancer had we known we were going to go through it and recover and be a survivor. Yeah, I mean, those kind of things, if we just knew the ending at the beginning, we'd be a whole lot better off. Brandon, as a banker, if you knew how this thing was going in financially, you'd be a whole lot calmer right now. Yeah. And so storms reveal an area of our lives where God will step in and say, I'm here for you. I've got this. I'm right there with you. You're not alone. Oh, I'm not going to end the storm right now. You may have to walk a few more days, uh, but you're not going to make this journey alone. I'm right there with you. A few days ago, if they can put a picture on the screen, I passed by, that's a house I was raised in. Wasn't much then, sure not much there. Uh, I can tell you all the sad stories. I can tell you there's cracks in the floor. We couldn't see the chickens, we kept them in a pen. But you could see the ground through the cracks in the floor. You could put a glass of water there in the wintertime in the winter seal pastor and they would, uh, it would freeze overnight just like you, just like the outside. It wasn't insulated. It had one heater in the living room. And all four boys, you see that screened-in porch, all four boys lived in one bedroom, slept in one bedroom right to the backside of that. Well, I passed by there. It's been a few weeks ago now. That's where this picture came from. An old place that was run down, deteriorating, the roof fell in. But I went back by just a few days ago now, and this is a picture that I took. That's where that old ugly house was. You see, it had a new owner, and he had wiped it clean. Right there in that very same place, there's a foundation now 
for a beautiful new home where it's being built. That's what God wants to do in our lives this morning. In the midst of your storm, He wants to destroy all of that ugly, useless, deteriorating part of your life. And He wants to reveal to you hope and faith and begin to build in you a new life, a new relationship with Him, a new presence of God today. Because I want to tell you, we all are in... I heard one, I, I heard one say that uh, we're all in the same hospital. <laughs> we're just suffering different diseases. And that's where we are as people. On the, we all are facing the same earth today. We all fight the same devil today. We all battle the same things. But I'm glad the God that I serve is able to wipe all of that old away that's useless and begin a new life in me today and give me hope for the future. Amen. Amen. He's able to do that today. Whether you're here or whether you're watching uh, today live streaming, I want you to know God is still in control. He knows right where you are. He knows right where you're going through. And He has what it takes to get you to the other side. Let's pray together this morning. Father, thank You for the privilege of being able to speak this morning Your Word. God, You said it would not go out and return void but it would accomplish what it was sent forth to accomplish. Lord, I pray across this congregation of people and those watching today that have battles going on, storms in their life, God, that they would reach out and they would anchor in you. God, that they would pursue your presence and, Lord, they would claim your promise. And, oh, God, they'd realize there's a purpose for what I'm facing today because you have a plan for my life. And I want to follow that plan and I want to know you completely. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'll leave you with two verses this morning. Jeremiah chapter 29 and 11, he said, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I love Psalms 107, verse 28 through 31. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm, and He guided them to their desired haven. Let us give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love and wonderful deeds for mankind. Amen. Would you give God thanks this morning that we're not in this storm alone? God bless you today.